We'd like to thank you for joining us at Foundations of Revival. If you'd like to know a little bit more about our hearts, some free resources, how to get connected with us, or how to partner with our ministry, please visit us at www.foundationsofrevival.com. Again, www.foundationsofrevival.com. Hey, welcome back again to another broadcast of uh, Foundations of Revival. This is Travis Holland, of course, sitting with my lovely wife, Shanti Holland. Hey, we're going to pick up right where we left off in the last broadcast, talking about knowing the seasons and, and knowing where we're at. And I ended with a scripture um, that you can find in 2 Corinthians. Of course, it's in 2 Corinthians 3, starting off in 17. And sometimes when you're in a season, and before I really just dive into that scripture and it really start uh, hitting it home, sometimes when you're in a season, the most important thing you can do, just like Jesus was saying in, in John 17, is get back to the truth. And the word is the truth. There's something about diving back in the word and start seeing yourself in the word. Matter of fact, after the, the, the 40 day fast of Jesus out in the desert, when he comes and he starts reading through the scroll, he didn't just pick up some random scroll. He found exactly where he was, which identified not just his purpose, but who he was to this world found it in the word of God and read it out loud and says, now this is being fulfilled. He went straight to the word of God and saying, hey, this is the word. And not only is this the word, but this is who I am. This is my mandate. And now it's being fulfilled in your ears, in your day, in your sight is being fulfilled. And it's so vitally important because here's the thing. The word of God is so powerful. So utterly powerful. It's life transforming. And put it this way. He said that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word would remain. Even if heaven and earth passed away, his word, because God cannot lie, would remain. So this God-breathed word in the Bible that speaks consistently into our lives is so valuable. I always say it like this. He's always just showing us who he's already made us in Christ. He's already developed you. He's already made you. He's already purified your spirit, man. He's already sanctified your spirit, man. Your spirit's been sealed with his spirit to the day of redemption. But there's this thing called a brain that sometimes will cork will cork what's happening in the supernatural okay in the supernatural and so because we try to logically put our mind into things or we've been staring at things that we shouldn't have been staring at or we've been talking about things we shouldn't and we are allowing things in through our eye gate and our ear gate and we allow clutter to happen within our mind and we really need to renew our mind to what the word of god says so in second corinthians 317 it says now where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom there is liberty and i love i love how it says this in part in the amplify the first part of it it says and all of us 
not just some of us, not just the scholars, not just those with pedigrees, not just the, the five-fold ministries, not just if you're a, a super prophet. Of course, I don't believe in those anyways. I'm just throwing that out there. But it just, you know, just to clarify, you know, throwing it. <laughs> but just in case, you know, uh, people don't understand, the word all means all. It doesn't matter what language in the Greek, the Hebrew, or the Aramaic, when it says all, it meant all, all, everybody, all-inclusive, when all of us, as with unveiled faces, because we continued, and, and if you read back a little further, it was talking about how Moses encountered the glory of God and had so much glory on him that they had to veil his face because he would shine with the glory of God. And now we're able, because of what Jesus did from the cross to the throne, that separation of that veil and the Holy of Holies was ripped from top to bottom. Now he is now dwelling with inside of us, the full Godhead bodily dwelling with inside of us, can behold him with unveiled faces because we continue to behold in the word of God, as it says in the Amplified. So all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. And, and then it goes on in just the regular New King James or King James saying that we're in the same image and we're changed, changed. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And in the last uh, episode we were talking about, was talking about the different seasons, the different seasons of harvest, the different seasons of the threshing floor, and how sometimes change is uncomfortable. And so this is sort of the, the part two of... But there's a purpose to the change. There's a purpose to the season that you're going through. And don't get me wrong. We, we even did a, an episode called Being Pregnant with a Promise and, and talking about the pressures. But it's with a purpose. A, 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 that, that, that seed that's been birthed with inside of you, that call, that mantle, that gifting, that no, whatever you want to call it or not call it. Some people love those terms. Some people don't like those terms. I just call them what I see in the word of God because that's how I am. But there's a, a purpose with inside of you that is trying to be birthed without, uh, within you and trying to be made manifest or come to real on the outside of you guys. And you're not seeing it right away. You know, I said in the first episode, it's almost like we want things in a Burger King way. We want it, you know, my way right away at right now, Jesus, you know, and it's unfortunate, but there's a, a process that is so good because here's the thing. A process will refine you. Mm-hmm. A process will develop you. Mm-hmm. A process will not just give you a heightened sensibility, but it literally, just like it says in the last part of verse 18, reading out of the King James now, it says that we are changed. Mm-hmm. We don't stay the same. We are mm-hmm. changed into the same image from glory to glory. God doesn't want to leave you where he found you, but he wants to continue to show you how he's already perfected you inside of what Christ has already done. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, I want to go a little deeper into that scripture because it's it's such a good scripture. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was thinking when you were talking about that, how, how like, there's so many scriptures that we, we say them. So most people um, can repeat them. In fact, I mean, it's almost to the point where there are some scriptures that they're repeated so much that they're never even read anymore. Mm. And we forget that everything is in is is interpreted we interpret scripture by scripture and we interpret in context and so we have to get the whole picture to really get get why things are being said sometimes too and and so they'll say glory to glory but they won't most people want to skip the process. They like totally just want to just skip the process. And it's just like, Oh, I get to go glory to glory. Or, um, the other thing that I, this scripture that stuck out to me, it says, and we all with unveiled faces. Well, how many of you know that, that when, when the veil was torn, when the veil was torn, that come I on. mean, we have the ability to come boldly to the throne. Grace. That's and, right. and so, so there are some people that'll stick with that though, and say, okay, well, we already have unveiled faces, so we can't, you know, we can't unveil our faces anymore. But if you really read this scripture, it is actually saying this is a continual process. This isn't something that was just done once; it was. But it's also continual, just like mm. just like he, you know, he did already. I mean, we did already. He did already pour out his spirit, but he's still pouring out his spirit. Like it's a continual process, and so we gotta get a, a, a get a, a hold of that. Um, and you know what? It's the way that we do this is it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's a continual process too. We continually hear and hear and hear and hear, you know? And so, um, and while we're hearing, um, we don't just get knowledge, but we get understanding, you know, with all your getting get understanding and so we have to get understanding of what it is that we are reading and you cannot get that by just memorizing the scripture you have to get it by allowing the the ruha the breath of god to yeah. really speak through these scriptures and and really get them to you um i have some friends that um uh you know that are stuck in in one book and i have one friend she said one of the, probably one of the best things you did is liberate me from that because <laughs> she was she was stuck in king james version for quite a while and and i told her you know i actually get more out of the scriptures by continually switching from one version to the other and mm-hmm. i get hate mail sometimes travis i get hate mail oh yeah about, i know Trust oh you me. posted this you posted that it was it was in the passion translation it yeah. was in the message translation that was by whatever <laughs> we're not even going to go there on what they say but um here's the deal like i use different versions so i can get better understanding it's i'm not sitting there and going oh well it said it that way i like it that way that's not what i'm doing that i'm not doing it so that i can be like i can build my own bible with the versions i like i'm doing it so i can understand the word more because we're supposed to be growing in this and and so what I liked in this is that it says, with unveiled faces continually seeing as in a mirror mm. the glory of the Lord. So it's a continual process. We have to continually look onto the face of God and allow things, other parts of our thinking to be unveiled 
to who he is because mm-hmm. because we are in and that goes to Romans 12 we are continually renewing our mind okay mm-hmm. so we our spirit our spirit is pure okay because it's his he put it there but we still have the stinking thinking we still have yeah, um, come we on. still yeah, have sure. the, an enemy that comes through and and throws tears in there and tries you know tries to to mess with us we have things that are we have life we we're in the world in this world we have tribulation you know you know what i mean so there's there's a continual things that are going on around us or that came with us we have our baggage that we have to you know give to the lord you know and and so it's a continual process and we are it says on there are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the spirit. So if you read it glory to glory, a lot of people can think, well, that just means we just stay consistently in glory. No, it's saying that we should, if we are doing what we're called to do, if we are getting in his presence, if we are letting him be unveiled even for really, we're not, we're letting ourselves who he made us be more and more unveiled mm. to us so that we can go, Oh, that doesn't go there because that's not how he created. I want to be who he created me to be in its fullness. You know, and so I'm I'm already created that way, but we're not fully living that way. And so we have to continue to let him unveil that to us of who we are because we were created in his image. That's so good. You know, and when when I read that verse, you know, even as you're talking about it, it it's it's holding up the word as as they read the word, it was like looking into a mirror. Of his glory. So when we stare and read the word, his glory, his nature, his essence, his presence, his very breath is staring back unto us as we're looking in the mirror. I mean, if you looked at a mirror, you can see every single aspect. I mean, you can see your eyelashes. You can see your the, the iris of your eye. I mean, if you look so closely in the mirror, you can see every aspect of who you are staring back at you. And that's what God is saying. When you stare at the word like that, when you stare at his glory, his presence, who he is who he's made you to be in the word so closely that you can see yourself, the glorified who you are in Christ, staring back at you, then you're transfigured from glory to glory. I, mean, I love this one. Um, it talks about in James, in James 21, but to receive with meekness, to receive with gentleness and humbleness and modesty, the engrafted word of God. It says, you know, that word engrafted is is woven or knitted together. And that word, it, it talks about it where it's so finely woven and knitted together, it's like the clothes that you're wearing right now. Mm. Okay? You can't tell one thread from another. All you can see is a shirt. All you can see is a pair of pants or shorts. All you can see is one finished work. And so what it's saying is when you receive with meekness, when you receive with humbleness, not false humbleness, not false modesty, but you go, Lord, 
I don't know it all. I want to know more about what you're seeing in my life. And Lord, it's about you. It's about Jesus. Lord, unveil yourself more and more uh, unto me and just and bring me from glory to glory because it's about you. I want, to know, I want to know more about you. I want to spend my intimate personal time with you. When you do it with the humbleness and you receive the word of God, it will take you from glory to glory because it's not just you by yourself. It's you in the word. Yeah. You become the low guy into the low ghost. You become the little word into the living word, into the rhema word where it comes alive. Just like, you know, there, there, when Jesus was talking to Peter, he was talking about, and upon this rock, I will, I will build my church. There's two different rocks terms there. There was Petros. Talking about Peter and Petra, okay. So there's there's two different there's two different rocks. You know, the little rock and the big rock. The truth, the Word of God, Jesus Christ Himself, and then He's the rock upon a rock, okay. So you know, I, I'm reading the Word, and I really go back to um, who I used to be, and, and I look back the first part of my marriage. And talking about some seasons and talking about going through a process of renewing my mind because I came out of the world. I mean, I started getting locked up when I was nine years old. I, I mean, in and out of juvenile halls, continuational schools, group homes, uh, 5150 by the state of California. Thought I was mentally just, I'm, I'm, I lost it. They had to take custody of me. I mean, I had baggage coming into my marriage. Um, constantly in and out of, of being locked up in some kind of facility, constantly in and out of my mom dragging me to church. So I had a little bit of word being imparted into me, you know, giving my life for the Lord, going right back at the door, living the exact same way. And then I remember when I, I was getting getting ready to be married, I had a great friend of mine from San Diego, great pastor friend, sat me down. He said, you know what's wrong with you? And I'm like, okay, great. Um, yes, please tell me what is wrong with me. I've had 23 years of people telling me what's wrong with me, but go ahead, please entertain me for a quick second. I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, you know, that's what the first meeting with, with my pastor is going to be that's marrying us. He said, you've always tried to change from the outside in instead of letting God change you from the inside out. And that's really what we're talking about in that verse is allowing God to show you who he's already made you to be and allowing that to come on the outside. And so he took me through a journey of renewing my mind to what the word said. And that's why I, I'm so passionately in love with the word is because I found out who I was through the word. I found out how much my Abba Father loved me through the word. I found out everything that Jesus did for me from the cross to the throne through the word. I'm able to recall things supernaturally because it says that the Holy Spirit will remind me, okay, and will testify of Jesus. So I have him testifying Jesus inside of him. And you know, how did I know about those scriptures? From staring at them and, and developing. <laughs> I, rem I still remember when I used to carry around a rolling backpack Full and it had two different translations of the Bible, a strong concordance, a strong Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic dictionary, and a regular dictionary. Because, like I said, I used to get locked up a lot. I started getting locked up when I was nine years old. So I didn't know what words in the Bible meant. 
I really didn't. I, I'm like, what is a perpetuation? What, what is reconciliation? I'm like, okay, I understand and the, you know, <laughs> you don't understand the basics, but I'm reading the New King James, the King James. I'm like lost, but I want, I was so madly in love with Jesus that I had to find out who he was. But because of that, because I constantly stared at the word and constantly stared at the word and constantly stared, it was a continuous changing and a continuous developing in that season. And the word of God saved my life. The word of God transformed me into being the husband I am today. It was because, and when I say the word of God, I'm not talking about just the written word, man. I'm talking about the living word, which is Jesus Christ. Okay. A lot of things was Holy Spirit taught through the word and through Jesus Christ. But it, that's that glory to glory. It was I had to behold who he says I was because I knew what the world said I was. Right. I was thinking when you're, um, you were talking about un, uh, uh, continually looking on it. I was, I was reading on because I I noticed like once you go into Second Corinthians four, it talks about therefore, and yeah. I, 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 so many Bald. people find out what it's there for. So many people get so <laughs> caught up on the numbers and you know how things are written out on there, but I mean those numbers came came many many Way years after. later. Yeah. And um, it's I do think that God is is so good in our, and and uh, amazing that even those numbers have even ended up lining up so well. Mm. But but still we got to remember that it's a it's a flowing thought. It's not it's not one stopped thought. It's a flowing thought. And and as the prophetic is like when God is speaking. It's a flowing thought that continues to go on and on and on, and he adds to it and adds to it. But anyways, I was reading, so I kept reading, and I was going down to the to end, and this kind of wraps into the very, the very first thing that we started with the first episode of this series, mm-hmm. um, when he was talking about not giving up, and it says, Come on. it says in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, so no wonder we do not give up, for even though... Our outer person gradually wears out. Our inner being is is renewed every single day. And we view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity when we see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weighty glory far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen but what is unseen. Mm. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. And so when we're talking about, you know, like we said in the beginning of, of in the season, don't don't grow weary. Just don't grow weary. Yeah. Um, and if you are focusing on his word, if you're focusing on him and who his character is, and that that even if he's shaking you up a bit, that there is a purpose to mm-hmm. what he's doing, that, that this process is only because he wants to bring you from glory to glory if you if you uh, put it in context of the eternal world and what it is that he's trying to accomplish then you should be getting renewed even in the midst of this so if you're not catching yourself being renewed then then again as he said in the beginning as travis said in the beginning then we need to go back and remember who he is you know and put ourselves in remembrance of 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 um 
just the glory of God and 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 what Jesus did on the cross and Come on. and all of those things, you know, you put your put your mind on things above and not beneath and and even maybe even go through and just think about all the times that he's brought you through already. Um, yeah. Because I'm I mean, I'm hoping if you guys have gotten born again, honestly, if you've gotten born again, then you should have seen some kind of change in your life. Otherwise, I my question is, do you truly know him? Because he will transform you. If yeah. you know him, he will transform you. Sometimes sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow. It just depends on how how rooted it is and, and how rooted you are. How how rooted mm. are you in, in the word of God? You know? And so um how quickly this happens is totally up to you. But if you're continually doing these mm. things, then even even in this particular case, it's actually talking about our mortal bodies and how they, you know, I mean, we're going to grow old. We're going to die. It's actually pretty literal on it saying saying that's going to happen. But he's renewing our, our spirit actually is getting stronger each day. And and if you watch some old mm-hmm. ladies who pass away, who've been with the Lord their whole life, like they may they their bodies might get weak at the end but you'll notice like some of those older ladies some of those older men they're the they're the most strongest in spirit that I've ever seen you know so so you you can see the fruit of that if you're paying attention that that is that's how it works it continually grows yeah and I just uh I just heard loudly in my spirit whoever's going to be listening to this there's somebody going to be listening and that's going but you don't know what I'm going through and I'm listening to these seasons, and you don't understand what I'm going through. Well, it says that do not grow weary, okay? Which means there's an opportunity for that. I mean, definitely an opportunity to grow weary. It, it, there, there's a reason that's inside of the word. I may not know what you're going through. and My wife may not know exactly what you're going through. But the greatest thing about that is he, our Abba Father, that passionately loves you knows what you're going through and in the word there is an answer for everything and i know when you spend intimate time with him in the secret place just meditating on his word and meditating on who he is and meditating on the finished work and bringing yourself into remembrance of the good work that you are doing because of what he's called you to do you will start hearing louder and louder those next steps you will not only start hearing louder and louder those next steps matter of fact i even speak this over that you will start having dreams and the interpretations of those dreams of those next steps into your life because there's breakthrough on the other side of what you've been going through because you have been plowing the ground you've been plowing the surface you've been plowing an area a city and a region and you're not seeing the fruit that you think that you're going to see but i'm telling you this and do season due season and due season I have to speak that again and due season you will reap the harvest you will see the fruit it's not an immediate thing there are seasons there's a season you don't plant a seed into a ground and expect a plant to pop right up if I plant an apple seed today I don't walk out tomorrow expecting a whole entire tree bearing much fruit there are seasons. There are processes to that. So I'll let me encourage you with this. 
It says, let the word of God, let the word spoken by Christ the Messiah have its home in your heart and in your mind. Now, let me read this again. I'll read it not in the Amplified, but in just the regular uh, King James. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. There's something about allowing the word of God to take place, not just in your head, but also in your heart. Because we can quote scripture and quote scripture and quote scripture off the top of our head all day long. But unless it's been so deeply rooted with inside of your heart that it's not become a head knowledge, but it's become a revelation. You won't see much fruit from it. You will see some because the word of God does not return void. But in your own personal life, when it becomes instead of a head knowledge and becomes a heart revelation, you will start seeing those seasons in God's time. You will start seeing those things come to pass more and more and more. And the last thing, and I'll close up this, that was in, in Colossians 3. Um, that was verse 16, but Colossians 3, 2 says this, set your mind on the things above and not on the things of this earth. There's something about taking your eyes off the circumstance and putting them back on what Jesus did from the cross of the throne to put your eyes, as it says in the passing translation on the things above and the supernatural reality that comes with that. There's a supernatural realm that you are seated in Christ. You are seated with in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and you need to start seeing it that way in this season. We love you guys so much. It's been such an honor doing a part one and a part two on not not just knowing the seasons, but what to do in this season. Allow God to change you from glory to glory. Change isn't always comfortable, but it is necessary for growth. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Well, we hope you enjoyed this broadcast, and we hope that it encourages you, edifies you, and empowers you to live out who God has already made you to be. Again, if you'd like to know a little bit more about our hearts, how to get connected with us, or partner with our ministry, please visit us at www.foundationsofrevival.com.